and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. I'm live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. Be sure to get out there to Mack Hike of Flowood right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. See my good friend Corey McDonald, Abe Morris, Parker, Hunter, the whole team out there, a bunch of great salesmen. Golly, man, I tell you what, as a sales guy, you like to work around other great salesmen because they push you. Because nobody wants to be last. Nobody wants to be, nobody wants to be the last guy on the board. And uh, man, I follow a bunch of those cats on social media, and they are always knocking them out the park. You know, it's kind of if I ever wanted to get back into the franchise, new car dealership side of the business, I believe that's where I would do it because uh, <clears throat> the high tide lifts all ships, and they got some high tides over there. Good stuff. But uh, check them out online, MacHikeCDJRF.com, and uh, maybe we can twist Corey's arm, get him in here one day. Talk a little uh, new car business with y'all. All right, man. Guns and Gear text line. Let's get this out the way. 769-241-1944. The ClayEdwardShow.com hotline. That's what we're going to call it till I sell another sponsorship for it. 601-879-0002. I'm going to have a guest in the second segment uh, that's going to pigtail off of this first segment, the whole show today, barring um, any breaking news, is going to be about our state legislature attempting to ban another supplement that they know little to nothing about because one or two angry Karens are upset that people can have, have a liberty and freedom and can put in what they put in their body what they want without any oversight. God forbid. God forbid. So we're talking about Kratom. You know, as far as I know, I'm the only person in media in the state that openly supports Kratom and openly uses Kratom. <clears throat> now, do I like the fact that it's not regulated at all and you can get it in gas stations? Not really. I mean, at the end of the day, it'd be nice if I if there was a little regulation and I knew a little bit about, it, you know, where it would come from. Now, I, I know about the brands I use. I've done my research. Do I like buying at a gas station? Not necessarily, but you buy everything at gas stations. You know, my family owned a convenience store for 40, no, for 50 years out on Lynch Street. My grandmother, Martha Bowles, built it. Built, it was an old Totesman store. You may be familiar with them. It was called Bowles Kerbet. Totesman store was actually a chain. It was actually a name, but most people know it was Totesman store. It was Bowles Kerbet. And it expanded from being like little roll-up doors and stuff like that on Lynch Street there in the uh, 50s to um, in the 90s. Dad put a brick or 80s. Dad put a brick front on it, turned it into more of a convenience store, put a liquor store on the side of it. Never sold gas, but fought our way through all the crap. And on, I've watched people get killed down there. My dad got robbed multiple times, tied up, handcuffed, everything you can imagine. Uh, raided by the police for no good reason. All kind of stuff. You know, so I understand ga uh, gas stations or service stations or totesome stores, whatever you want to call it. It's a business in nickel and dimes. I understand them selling everything they can to make a little dollar. Now, when you're selling meth pipes and stuff like that, eh, you know, I got a problem with that because you know what you're attracting at the end of the day. Single cigarettes, stuff of that nature. But anyway, I, I digress. I understand people's angst about stuff being sold in gas stations. 
It's also sold behind a counter. And you have to be X amount of years old. I think it's 18 to buy it. So they're attempting to ban Kratom again. This came up last year. We raised hell about it here on the show with Lee Yancey. Put him on the spot. Raised hell. Ended up getting the National Kratom Society folks down here to come and do a show with us. And I firmly believe the, the feedback from this show helped prevent Kratom from being banned. Now, again, it's just a plant. You know, I don't smoke marijuana. Y'all, if y'all listen to this show on any regular basis, I don't smoke marijuana. Don't use it. Don't necessarily care. Right, if somebody gives me some gummies here and there, some uh, CBD gummies, I'll take them. Help me sleep. Help me relax. Whatever. But I fought just as hard for their right to use marijuana. I still think they're they're screwing us by allowing not allowing uh, adult use. You ought to be able to walk in the store and buy marijuana just like you can beer. I still think they're screwing us there. But neither here nor there. Fought like hell for people's rights to do whatever they want. The government should not be controlling what we want to put in our bodies. Because one or two angry Karens, children, have no self-control. Now, so I've got Fred Shanks post pulled up here. Fred, you know, for full disclosure, Fred is a friend of mine. But I've made it clear where I stand on this. And... <clears throat> I'm going to take him to task on it if he votes to ban it. I'm just going to be clear about that. We uh, our, our friendship will will be tested if you vote to ban something. If you call yourself a conservative and you vote to ban something, that is not conservatism. That is being a Democrat, in my opinion. That's what Democrats do. Conservative means less government, not more. Less government, not more. So, I got Fred's post pulled up here, and he he just asked. He didn't say one way or another what he was going to do. I'm just telling y'all what I would do. Says, uh, Kratom, yay or nay? Had calls, meetings on both sides of the issue. And I'm just going to read some of the comments here. Let's see. Uh, Thomas says, heck, let's focus on income tax elimination, a ballot initiative process, and reducing state government spending rather than adding yet another regulation. And for the record, I don't know anything about Kratom or care to know. If it's harmful and someone is dumb enough to use it, that's on them. Exactly. Exactly. What I'm hoping to run across here is a few of the absolute morons who think it should be banned. Let's see here. And this is kind of what I said about prohibition here. When has prohibition worked? Can somebody tell me a time that prohibition of a substance worked? Was it, hold on, let's think, let's think back here. Was it the time our state legislature made getting Claritin D, or let me rephrase it, made having Claritin D without a prescription a felony? Was that the time that prohibition worked? Because they did that to eliminate the meth labs and uh, get meth off the streets. Well, that worked really well because all it did was drive the, all Mexico did was drive the price down so far that it just became cheaper to get it from Mexico than it did to actually make it in a bathtub somewhere. But the meth problem did not go anywhere. It actually got worse. And all it did was cost you more money every time you got a sinus infection or a snuffy nose, a sniffy nose, stuffed nose, whatever I'm trying to say, runny nose. You had to go to your doctor. The only people that benefited from that were doctors. So they ended up changing that. And they, they couldn't just change it back the way it was. They put a limit on how much you can buy. 
And I know this because I have sinus issues. And I went to buy a box of Claritin D. I was able to get it. I had to show my ID to buy something. Six weeks later, I got a 12-pack of them. I think that's how they sell them, 12 in a pack. Six weeks later, I go back to that same store to get some. They run your ID again. They would not sell it to me. Said I had gotten too much uh, X amount of time ago. I said, well, what is the amount I'm allowed to have within the time frame I'm allowed to have it? Nobody can tell you. So they couldn't just normally put that back the way it was. They still had to find a way to screw it up. So that worked well. Okay. Was it the time that our government, our federal government, decided, and Donald Trump, as much as I love Donald Trump, his intentions were good here, but he was not made aware of what they call the iron law of prohibition. When they decided to take the war, the, the, the opioid crisis and a war on opioids and basically make it do- illegal for family doctors to prescribe pain medicine for their, for their clients, their patients. So you made it impossible and you, and you just try to cut people off cold turkey on their pain medicine who have been taking it for 10, 15, 20 years. Right, well, you know, man, you just don't check off all the boxes now. We're going to go back from 120 a month to a 30 a month. Well, what do you think happens when you do that? What do you think happens when you have a bunch of people that you have, by prescription, turned into, turned into addicts? They're not going to just quit taking it. They're going to find it from somewhere else. So they created the fentanyl crisis by trying to eliminate the opioid crisis. That's why we have a fentanyl problem in America. Not because of China, not because of Mexico, it's not because of open borders. It's because of their attempt to uh, put prohibition on hydrocodone medicines, on opioid-based pain medicine. Now, I'm not sitting here being a champion for opioid pain medicines. I'm just making a point. They let the cat out of the bag by allowing the medicines to begin with. Then they want to put it back in the bag because they realize that it was dangerous or whatever. But all they've done is create a worse problem with the fentanyl crisis. It's gotten smaller and more deadly powerful. Okay. Was it, was it alcohol? Did, did, did putting prohibition on alcohol, did that stop alcohol abuse in sales? No. Hell, the state is now in the alcohol business. The, the, you may or may not be aware of this if you haven't ever worked in the service industry or a liquor store or anything like that. The state of Mississippi is the 100% sole distributor of alcohol in the state of Mississippi. Liquor. Now, beers have their own distributors, which creates fair market competition. The state is its own competition in the liquor business. So, again, tell me a time that prohibition of a substance has worked. If you take Kratom, we're going to interview a lady here in this next segment who basically says that she, her, her and her husband are alive today because of the availability of Kratom. I have a family member who has prescribed pain pills for last 20 years. In the last couple months, they started taking Kratom and have drastically cut their pain pills intake off. Any, you know why I started taking Kratom about five years ago? I'd been 
<clears throat> I had not taken pain pills in a while. About five years ago, they, the DEA, I think it was actually about 2016, the DEA was going to ban Kratom. And I said, well, they're going to ban it? It must work. Let me try it. And sure enough, it helps with anxiety. I don't know that it helps with pain. Personally, I, you know, I, I don't know that. I know that it helps with anxiety and all these other things that I deal with. But man, that, I said, that works. It's, it's like caffeine for me. I'd rather take a couple of Kratom pills than I would a cup of coffee. You know, I don't, I don't like talking about it because it has a, a stigma because of nonsense like this. But when people try to take things for no reason, because one angry Karen or two angry Karens, little Timmy or little Tommy abused something. I mean, one woman on Fred Shank's post here says people can just take as much as they want. With no, just with no regard to anything. Well, so if we're just going to ban things that you can take as much as you want of, why don't we shut down all the buffet restaurants that are causing heart disease, diabetes, obesity, and everything else? I put on my Facebook post this morning. Um, Let me see here. I put on my Facebook post this morning. Our government, the audacity, the audacity of these people. Our government put a thing out the other day where they say that frosted flakes or lucky charms in their new food pyramid is healthier than steak. Our government told you that clot shot was 100% safe and effective. I, I, I don't, they do not know what's best for us. So if we're going to start banning things, why don't, we start, why don't we start banning things that truly affects people like sugar, but again, I don't want to ban anything. But if we're strictly talking about public health, that would be a good start. This is the Clay Edwards Show. When we get back, we're going to read some of your texts and take our call from our guest here. We'll be right back in the Matt Kike of Flowood Studios live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to break some rules live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Man, get over there. Fan and Mart on the res. They open daily at 4 p.m. And they're open late every night, seven days a week. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Man, go check out the Pig Pig Pig. That's my go-to. Uh, but they got so many more, the Hawaiian, the black and blue, and several more. I think 12 different specialty pizzas, nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris on tap, and, of course, a full-service bar with a ton of premium liquors, vodka, uh, bourbons, tequilas, all that stuff, man. Chipping them, do it right over there at Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. But, hey, there's so much more than just pizza. They got pastas. They got uh, deep-fried pizza, burgers, appetizers. They got great cheese sticks. You know, I fancy myself as a bit of a – mozzarella stick connoisseur and uh they can get you taken care of over there at acme pizza and daiquiris are also available to go and on all food delivery apps including locally owned take a break deliveries all right i have got leisha adcock on the line here hey leisha hey good morning. good morning good morning look uh leisha i i can introduce you but i'm gonna do let you do it yourself tell people who you are and what you're fighting for okay my name is leisha adcock and I'm fighting to have regulations passed in Mississippi for Kratom. I have used Kratom for seven years and my husband for 10 years. 
my husband has um he pretty much looks like bojangles with his knees he needs double knee replacements <clears throat> the doctors say it's like he's walking around on two broke legs and they wanted him to wait till he was 50 to have it done you know because it wears out and it's not something you can easily just replace so he had no choice but to find something other than opiates because as we all know how addictive opiates are to find something to help him well he found kratom and it um it, it's helped him so much well my story is i got hooked on opiates <clears throat> due to i had a pancreas a tumor on my pancreas and one kidney stone after another that's actually how they found the tumor and i had started taking opiates to work because the pain was just it was just really a lot and then I got sick of myself with the opiates and got on Suboxone got off Suboxone which was now Suboxone I'm not against anything like that um it helped me get off the opiates but it came with a great price I started having all these weird side effects um, and coming off of it was just awful. It about killed me. Well, look, I also personally know people who have done worse things uh, to to crave their Suboxone uh, addiction than they did their opioid addiction. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I have too. I I I, I did it. I um, it it did help numb the cravings for um, pain pills, but um, it 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 was awful. I about died coming off of that. Like, it was so horrific. And I said then I would never go back to pain pills or Suboxone or anything like that. Well, I went right back to pain pills. And my husband kept telling me, he said, you're going to get sick of yourself. Well, one day I did, and I said, okay, I'm ready to try that Kratom. And when I did, Clay, it was like the chains of addiction had just been lifted off of me. And my depression, too. I've always battled depression, been off and on antidepressants since my son my my oldest was born but the kratom has just really turned my life around i um i I don't know what to say it besides it has helped when we when we talked yesterday you said Mm -hmm. that if they end up banning kratom that your husband won't be able to work. He won't be able oh, to deal absolutely. with the pain to work, and they could literally make y'all homeless, take food absolutely. off your table. Absolutely. He can barely work as it is with Kratom. Um, he looks pretty much like a a cowboy that's ridden a bull his whole life. That's how deformed his legs look. He walks sideways when he gets home. And Kratom helps him get through the day. And if this is banned, my husband... He won't be able to work. He probably will be hooked on pain pills, if not worse. And we'll be on disability. I, I mean, I, I don't, I, there's nothing more I can say about that. Well, that sounds like it exactly what the state of Mississippi would want. affect my family. Well, the government wants him on disability because uh, yeah. they want to be able to put their thumb over us yeah. and tell us what we can and can't do and lead, treat us like a bunch of peasants. Yeah, um, you're exactly right. Uh, yes. Yes, sir. So tell me this. <clears throat> there's, I think there's two different bills coming up for vote. I think one's to ban it, one's to regulate it. Which one are you? What, what is it you're promoting? Uh, explain that. Well, actually, I have really good news. Last night, I've seen that there has been another bill passed for KCPA regulations in the House. We have one by Senator Jeff Tate, 
in the Senate, and of course, that is what I'm for. We are not, us Kratom consumers are not for children being able to get this. We want a safe product just as anybody else. We're the ones consuming it. So, of course, we want regulations. Of course, we want age restrictions. And I've seen in Tennessee where they even had it behind a glass, a glass case so, to buy it. I mean... I thought... Now, see, in Mississippi, it is behind. I mean, any store I've been to that got it, it is behind a glass case. Well, and there's also age restrictions. I never see, I, I don't understand this argument of children being able to buy it because everywhere that I have went into, you have to be 18 to buy this. It, it, exactly. I, 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 so I've been a little perplexed about this fictitious argument that you can just walk up and grab it off the shelf like a candy bar, and that's just simply not the case. Now, with in disclaimer here, Maybe in Jackson at some of those gas stations, that is the case. I don't go to Jackson gas stations. Yeah, me neither. I don't buy it out of a gas station. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, too. There's, I mean, there are some good products in the gas station. I have a friend yeah. of mine that's a, that's a distributor for this, and there are some quality products in the gas station. But, you know, you need to, if you're going to buy something, you need to do your research. But you can't, the government should not be doing people's research for them. Yes, sir. That's just my opinion. It can as stay, far as research goes, there's lots of science out there. Dr. McCready has studied this at Ole Miss for 10 years. He's now at the University of Florida. You can look him up and see all the wonderful work he has done. I mean, there is science out there that is, that is supporting Kratom. The NIH has said this is a very promising thing to help with the opiate crisis, people just like me. And as far as it being sold in a gas station, what if you have that addict that is, I mean, down on the, the very last look of theirs and walks into a gas station. Hey, I've heard about this. Let me try this. And do you know how many stories I have heard of that from heroin addicts? I mean, people that are just, I mean, they're at their last wit's end. You know, they fought this addiction so long, finding this, and it has turned their life around. Well, you know, I it's, mean, it's almost win, right? It's almost like they want to push everybody to, to fentanyl. Yeah. You know, that way, doesn't because it? I, you know, I don't know if you were listening in the first segment, but I, I brought up this whole prohibition thing. Whenever you try to outlaw something, you know, also there is another side effect to the prohibition too. You know, when I like, for instance, I said when I first decided to try kratom, it's when I heard they were going to ban it. I was like, oh, the crap, that must work. <laughs> so let let me go yes. try this. You know, but that's yes. the same thing you're going to do. You're going to create a an air around it a mystique about it if you ban it and that's going to drive more kids to it than anything you could ever do yeah Uh, so we've got a text on my guns and gear text line from paul and he was like just for clearing it up for people hb5 and hb that's yancey hb364 scoggins those are both to ban h hb883 robertson and sb2224 is tate to regulate so yeah of course yancey's trying to ban it he not a shocker there at all. Well, I, I personally reached out to Yancey, and I've sent him testimony after testimony after testimony. I've seen him science, and he does look at it. He is actually looking at it, and I always pray. You never know what might change change somebody's heart. So, you know, nobody is, so quote to say, lost, but I, I, I pray he... he listens to his constituents, his fellow Mississippians, that this has turned their life around. We're just asking, just just 
just a fair, you know, that's what I told him. I said, I just want you just, just to listen to me. That's all I want you to do. I want, I want my voice to matter to you as much as the mayor, uh, the narcotic agents, the um, Mississippi Medical Association. Uh, you know, I don't have all those PhDs behind my name, but I am a person who lives in this state. I pay taxes in the state. I work in this state. And that's all I do is work and go home, me and my husband, and tend to our children. That, that, that is, that's what our life consists of. And this has helped us keep doing that, keep working, keep paying taxes. Well, you know, it's like we talked yesterday a little bit about, for example, they, they, they don't want to hear the stories about how it helps. How do you not want to hear the stories, Clay, about something that is changing people's lives like this? You cannot deny that. It is testimony after testimony of people who have PTSD, chronic pain, addiction, alcoholism, depression, anxiety. It has gotten people who are it's stuck in bed with these chronic ailments that has just debilitated them. And it's got them back up and living. How how do you not want, if you're a human being, how do you not want to hear that? How does that not open your heart and say, wait a minute here, wait a minute, it's it's one too many of these. What, what What is this? The only story that it sounded like to me yesterday that they wanted to hear is from one of the one or two angry moms whose kids, and uh, you know I don't know how old their kids are, but let's just say 18 or older, um, got a hold of it. Or got a hold to something else. See, I'm a firm believer that these people who scream that they're in their kratomatics are lying and that they are actually former opioid addicts who fell back off the wagon and are now blaming it on Kratom. Yeah. That's that's my theory. You know, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong, but that's my theory. I don't believe I, I just I've taken this stuff for too long to 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 believe. And we talked about dosage and stuff yesterday. You you said it too. You've never upped your dosage over the last however long you've been taking. Seven it. years, seven years. I take the exact same amount each day that I have for seven years. That's how I knew this was a miracle plant. I'm normal now. I don't crave opiates. I'm not in pain. I work twelve hours a day some days, yeah. and it's you know I do hair, stand on my feet. It's a very taxing job on your body. Yeah, and we said the same it, thing. We said the same. They talk about they use it to get high. I can't imagine how much somebody put in their system to get high off cradle. This does not well, get I you can certainly high. Say it's never made me feel anything like an opiate. Never, not once. I always laugh at that because I'm like, eh, "What are you really taking?" Because it show a cradle. Would you Would you say that kratom is addictive? Could you Could you not take it today, next day, tomorrow? Other than feel pain, do you think your body would reject you attempting to quit taking it? No, no, I, and I have done that. And here's the thing: when I was on pain pills or Suboxone, your body didn't allow you. You had a certain time period, and that was it. And then you woke up, or or whatever, and you 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 are craving. Your body's hurting. You feel like you have the flu. You have diarrhea. I mean, it is horrific. Right. With kratom, I have never, not once, felt that. So I just got to tell I do not wake up and the first thing my body's going, oh, I got to have that kratom. Exactly. I have never. 
Exactly. So look, I just got a I got a text here on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, we'll, they'll they'll we'll, they'll stay unnamed. It says Clay, I'm a nurse, and I have introduced kratom to patients that are bed bound or have cancer. It's an amazing product. Hey, Leisha, can you stay on hold and do another segment sure. with me? All right, yeah. stay on hold, and I'll come right back to you. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're talking kratom this morning. Uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. We're gonna have a fair conversation about it. If anybody is, if anybody is pro banning. You're welcome to call in. I want to hear your story. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. The Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent, located right there on Lakeland Drive at the OG location for all of your windshield replacing needs. And over in Flowood, or they're both in Flowood, but over on Flowood Drive for all your window tinting and vehicle wrapping needs. And look, man, you had no idea what all they can do with that vehicle wrapping. They turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard or just change the color of it because you're tired of seeing it. They can do it all. Lakeland Glass and Tent. You can go online, schedule your window tinting appointments and all that good stuff. Windshield replacement appointments at lakelandglassandtent.com or give them a call today, 601-946-1000. Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. All right, let's get back to our guest here on the phone, Ms. Leisha Adcock. Leisha, you there? I am. All right. I would, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Clay. No, no. I would like to bring up what a ban does. I'd like to bring up Marshall Price uh, in Arkansas that where it's banned, what has happened with him. He's a father of five, and he was caught with Kratom because he had gotten his life back due to Kratom. His children says this. He was caught with it and was facing 10 years and was I think pretty much murdered in jail. And it is the saddest story to me. I mean, this man, he he was doing worlds away from what he was. And he's caught with this, which could be any one of us who consume Kratom because it turns your life around that much. You're willing, I, I would think you're willing to go to those odds, you know, if to, to keep well, all you have to do is look at what people go through to get uh, marijuana and anything else that they need. Yes, yes, and and you know that's in a state that's banned. This man is dead; he's gone. Kratom didn't kill him. Kratom didn't kill him. Our our government killed him. I mean, the blood is on their hands to be. Oh look, I mean, you know, I think Mississippi, if I remember correctly, you know, it's called a prison state. I think. We have the highest percentage of our population imprisoned in Mississippi yep. versus anywhere else in the country. And that's just, that's all you're doing. If you, with another ban and making something illegal, you're just creating more felons for the sake of creating more felons or getting more people hung up in the system. Is that money off these felons? Is, is that how this works? Well, I know you've, uh, there's is fines and restitutions now? and court fees and. You know, more money for law enforcement for this uh, this war on drugs has been a complete and total failure. And I, I am far having any illicit drugs off the streets. And I'm as pro right. law enforcement as it gets. I mean, to the point that I make people nauseated talking about right. how much I promote law enforcement. But I do not. Pro- yes. I do not I promote, promote the blue too. Illicit, you know, bans on everything because we're supposed to legislate self control. <laughs> yeah, is that possible? That's that's has failed for years now. We keep doing the same tactics we have always done insanity i mean does how much sense does that make zero zero i mean and and as far as like rehab you know that's another big thing that is highly against it i mean how many people you know that's been to rehabs that stay clean how many 
Oh, it's a it's a phenomenally low number. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. it le- le- less than ten percent or something like that. It, yes, that's what I've read. I've read eight percent. I've you know, but I, I don't know anybody personally, and I've known a lot of people that went to rehab that doesn't stay clean. It, it, it's more to it than than that. It's more to it than just you need Jesus and God, and and you need that. I mean, that's for, foremost above kratom. But I believe he sent us this. You know, I don't think people will take in consideration once you've done drugs like these, heroin, opiates, um, meth, all these. I don't think people consider how the brain is damaged from it and how long it takes the brain to heal. Um, so I got a I got a question here on our Guns and Gear text line, and I'll let you answer it. Uh, Dave simply asked, is Kratom addictive and what are the side effects? So I think we've we've established it is not addictive. Uh, your body does not crave kratom, therefore it is not addictive. Right, right. So what would you say the side effects are? Well, positive if you or don't negative. Drink enough water. You know, you have you have an issue with issues in the bathroom. I've, I've never experienced that. Um, you know, I can't really think of any side effects. I've you know, and yesterday reading all those comments. Oh, it causes hallucinations. It's it causes heart attacks or all this. Well, well, I've never had a hallucination. I've never had a seizure. I've never had a heart attack. And I've taken this now for seven years. My husband has for 10 years. I think he would have done fell out by now. I told you yesterday on the phone, I, I, I take it as a pre-workout for the gym. It gives me energy. Yes, yes. And, you know, It gives you that little, just that little boost that helps you get on through the day, which I don't drink coffee. So I always ask people, like, does coffee, I mean, like, what does it make you feel? Because this is in the same family as coffee. Yeah, I'm going to answer. This isn't a synthetic compound. Mm-mm. This is a plant. I would be willing to bet you that those five-hour energies on the counter, which I do take every now and then, took one this morning, a five-hour energy is more dangerous than, 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 than five to ten pills of Kratom. So, uh, Absolutely. Dave asked another question. He says, have you ever gone off of it for an extended period of time, and do you take it daily? I'm going to answer this one. Uh, yeah, I recently went a year without taking it just because I didn't feel like I had a need for it. Recently, going through a lot of life changes, a lot of stress. I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this to ease my mind a little bit. Started back taking it. Do I take it daily? Uh, not necessarily. Every other day or so, or whenever I want it. Maybe I'll go a week. So to answer his question, there are no withdrawals from it. I, there are no kratom withdrawals, and my body's different. I don't want to say for nobody, right? But for me personally, Everybody's I've had different. Yep. Well, you know, um, I, I want to bring up uh, one of my clients that I do. Um, she lost her daughter to um, drug a uh, drug overdose. And then she lost her husband, I want to say 10 years later, and um, she, this was past year, and she, she, she knows my story, you know, I, I've told her everything, I feel like I can, and we have a great relationship, and so and when her husband died, she was just in a really bad place, really, really bad place, and I said, if you would just try this, I said, you know, it, just try it once. I said, I really think this would help your mind because that's one of the things Kratom does for me so well that, that antidepressants never did. It helps take that heaviness that weighs on my shoulders, that depression, that, that feeling of just blah, man, everything is so bad. 
it takes that away. So she did. And now she she fully believes in it. And she said, Lisa, you, you don't know that day that I talked to you, I, I was in a really, really bad place. And she said, I believe that God sent you to to me to help me with this. She said, because I, she took the kratom and she called me that day and she said, oh, my God, I'm a different person. I, I don't feel it's going to be okay. And I got, you know, and, and she, she struggles with, um, you know, different elements and she feels really bad and it helped her with that. And, and then, you know, she started crying. She said, you know, what if this had been, what if my daughter had gotten this? What, what, what if, what if my kid had found this? And it just tore me to pieces because I really love her number one, but to, to, so many people out there that it could help just like what her daughter well we're so quick life you know dealing with depression that's a terrible story i mean it was terrible that it was glad that it saved her life but terrible that she had to get to that realization um we're so quick a lot of these very parents who are talking about this needs to be banned and i have sympathy for parents and i have sympathy for addicts as a former addict myself i just look at it differently i don't believe that addiction is a disease i believe it's a self-inflicted gunshot wound it is not a disease so that's my opinion on that but neither here nor there these very parents, these very parents who are screaming and crying about getting this off the gas station shelves or get this, ban this or ban that, have no problem shoving amphetamine salts down their kids' throats, oh, a.k.a. Adderall or, or <laughs> antidepressant, long-term antidepressant pills, which are, more, which are harder to get off than any opioid or heroin you could ever put in your body. Mm-hmm, but, if, mm-hmm. but if the doctor says, oh, little Timmy, little Tommy, little Susie, you're depressed, let's give them this Lexapro, for example, or they'll give them this Adderall, everybody signs right up. Alicia, I hate to cut it off there. i got to take a break. I'm going to end this sure. call with you. I appreciate you getting up this morning. Keep up thank the good fight. Thank you so much for having me, Clay. I really appreciate it. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that is where I stand on that. We're going to take our last break of the day, come back, land this plane. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules. All right, man, welcome back in. we got about a minute left here. I just want to read a couple quick texts on the Guns and Gear text line. I appreciate you guys chiming in. Dagwood says, I'm 63 years old and pretty street savvy, but I've never even heard of Kratom. It could it couldn't be that much of a so-called epidemic. I was like, yep, I couldn't agree more. Let's see here. Unknown texture. How do you know you're getting real Kratom and not knockoffs at the Indians are importing in? Well, you got a, uh, a good brand like OPMS is good. Uh, OPMS. And look, I'm not saying some regulation wouldn't be a bad thing, but I'm just trying to save it from getting banned altogether right now. Let's see here. Uh, Zach says... I've heard that privately run jails and prisons have a contract with the government entities that they can incarcerate for. The government entity is required to provide a minimum amount of inmates per year. Pharmaceutical companies cannot cannot patent a plant. Yeah, I mean, I have no doubt that's all part of it. Guys, I appreciate everything. Uh, we will be talking more about this this week, but today is a one-hour show. Jim Thorne is up next, uh, followed by Jameson Haygood. Podcast will be available here shortly. Just go search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts. And uh, call your state representatives. Let them know you do not want this band. See you tomorrow.
Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.